It's Monday, February 5th, 2024. This is Minnesota Today, and I'm Emily Bright. A report from the Minnesota Department of Employment and Economic Development found Minnesota businesses are cautiously optimistic about 2024. The report surveyed a random sample of 1,000 manufacturing establishments and received about 250 responses. Deed Economic Analyst Director Neil Young says there are some good indicators for optimism, but it's not across the board. Respondents indicated that they see modest expansion in profits, number of orders, productivity, and production levels. There are, of course, some areas of concern. Labor availability remains a concern, uh, although the outlook does show a little bit of improvement compared to their performance in 2023. Young says the report finds exports and employment levels are also expected to be slightly higher than last year. Government officials will meet with residents in Minneapolis's East Phillips neighborhood later this week to give updates on pollution from a nearby iron foundry. Estelle Timar Wilcox has more. Last summer, the Environmental Protection Agency reported that the iron foundry was emitting excess lead and particulate pollution. That report angered local environmental activists and residents. Additional testing in December found that some of the problems from the EPA's earlier inspection had been fixed, but federal regulators still reported concerns over uncontrolled emissions escaping the facility. Local advocates say state regulators aren't doing enough. They're calling for the foundry to be shut down. The Minnesota Pollution Control Agency is hosting two community meetings on Wednesday at the East Phillips Park Cultural and Community Center, one at 3.30 and one at 6.30. Regulators will give updates on the investigation and on Smith Foundry's ongoing permit renewal process. I'm Estelle Timar Wilcox. A nonprofit group is asking the Metropolitan Council for $2 million to study the feasibility of an underground transportation system between the Twin Cities and Rochester. The Hyperloop system would move faster than a commercial plane, moving passengers 80 miles in just 15 minutes. Kurt Johnson, a former Met Council chair, is part of Global Wellness Connections. That's the nonprofit seeking the federal funds. He says the tube has a major advantage over the proposed zip rail that was going to connect the Mayo Clinic and the metro area. That was dropped in 2016. Farmers rightly protested that because it would be very disruptive to their land use. But this would not be. The picture of what it would look like after it's done and what it looks like today is about the same. Europe built its first Hyperloop test track in Germany last year. If one comes to Minnesota, the group projects it will cost $5 billion, which it hopes to finance from private funds. Today marks the 100-year anniversary of Minnesota's deadliest mining disaster. Kirsty Marone reports. On February 5, 1924, 48 miners were just finishing up their shift at the Milford Mine near Crosby, when a mine shaft about 170 feet underground collapsed, rapidly flooding the mine with water and mud. Only seven of the men made it to the surface. It remains the worst mining disaster in Minnesota history. The Cuyuna Iron Range Heritage Network plans to commemorate the tragedy with an event at 7 p.m. tonight at Crosby Ironton High School. The site of the mine disaster, about four miles north of Crosby, is listed on the National Register of Historic Places. Crowing County created the Milford Mine Memorial Park, dedicated to the miners who died. It was completed in 2017. The county is currently expanding the park by adding walking trails, interpretive signs, and boardwalks. A grand opening is planned this summer. I'm Christy Marone, Brainerd. 
In basketball, the Timberwolves beat the Houston Rockets last night 111-90. Anthony Edwards scored 32 points. Rudy Gobert pulled down 13 rebounds. The Wolves play the Bulls in Chicago tomorrow night. It's the start of a five-game road trip. The Gopher women's basketball team plays at Michigan State tonight. The Gopher men host Michigan State tomorrow night. The men and women are seated 7th and 8th, respectively, in Big Ten play. In weather, a dense fog advisory covers much of northern and central into southwest Minnesota this morning. Highs in the upper 30s northwest to upper 40s southeast, lows near 30 tonight. Thanks for listening to Minnesota Today. You can find news anytime on the radio and online at nprnews.org.